Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Brinks? Yes, Nanette? Are you waiting to receive my limp podcast? So instead of me going, I don't believe it, it's me going, get fucked. And you can instantly tell in the tone of my voice that I am in disbelief of what's just happened. Whether or not I dis I disbelieve the fact that it's an error on my end, or I disbelieve the fact that they are legitimate. You hear it a few times. I have heard it a few times. You've said it a few times while we were doing our lovely playthroughs on our YouTube channel. Yes, on the YouTube channel we got going, but right now we have a podcast. So, hello everybody and welcome to SV Cheats 1, a podcast about gaming and gaming related symptoms. I am Chris and with me today we have... Me, Alex, and we are alone together. Oh, you ruined my bit. Oh. You ruined it. I was going to go, and with us we have, and just leave like an intentional blank audio so i can put cricket noises yeah well I suppose just so you can do that anyway no no you ruined it no, ruined you've ruined it. the joke we can yeah. fucking let me know so it's i don't always, ruin the joke next time it's almost getting to the point where Jaden might have to be a special guest because <laughs> he's missed out on a few but he's he's, he's missed out on like three or four so far I don't, i'm not sure if this is the third or the fourth that he's missed out on but he's exhausted hmm after god knows what enjoying a fucking luxurious day on the beach as i saw on his facebook oh yeah and that beach that beach weather man i was fucking the weather down here is just drastically changing so much like i was basically doing a renovation work in 38 degree weather in spring 38 30 38 36 degree weather in spring that's in spring the middle of spring it's not even summer yet Holy shit. So, yes, yeah, so having to do that sort of stuff is a uh, fucking not even fun. But, uh, do you know what else was hot this week? The news? The news. Uh, we, we got, we're pretty much going to blow through our weeks quite quickly because there is a lot of news that happened. Now, we haven't done like, much for this week anyway. I kind of have. But, um, uh, some of my week will tie into what our podcast topic is tonight. Mm-hmm. But tell me about your week. Uh, my week was more of the same. I have good news, though. I got my uh, gotcha account back. So that, yeah. is, uh, that is very positive. Because, because you were illegally playing a gotcha game. Well, it's not so much illegally. It's just that they rather... It's weird though because I was the North, joking. The North American serv- uh, the people who run the North American servers, don't like people who use emulators. But for the very same game, the people who run the Japanese servers don't give a shit. And now the game's free, yeah. Yeah. So why do they care if it's on an emulator or not? I don't know. That's the one aspect about it that I don't understand, and I don't see a downside to it i mean the emulator is there for people who either don't have a phone that can run it like well or people who fucking you know just don't use their phones for that kind of stuff you still have a legitimate account playing the game with potential customers like you're at no loss here having people play it on a different platform 
the only the only negative side i can see to this is in some way shape or form stats because people are using emulators stats are changing like uh probably like player base or some shit like that like something in the backbone of the whole system that records numbers down is just not having a good time when it comes to emulators mm. that's the only thing i can think of and i don't even know if that's the case but yeah so you got you got your account back i got my gotcha account back <clears throat> i issued myself one of those because the game doesn't work on um uh it's fake grand order like i said before fake grand order this yeah. is a weird thing where like it doesn't link to your google account it instead in order to keep your account you have to generate a fucking transfer code and a new password every time you want to transfer the account and the transfer code's only good for one transfer okay so do you get another transfer code after you use your transfer code you gotta you gotta reissue yourself a new transfer code okay then just don't lose the transfer code yeah, i know it's, it don't lose the transfer code it's really fucking simple but i forgot to issue myself a transfer code when i transferred it back from my phone to my emulator because this is actually a weird thing and i don't know if i've talked about this before the ios version of fake grand order to buy the in-game currency is five dollars cheaper than the android version of the game to buy the in-game currency i i would have to say that would probably be somewhere along I've, the apple's end of it maybe because i don't know maybe apple wants them to push fake grand order on their platform more than android which would make sense in competition because that game is making mad bank oh yeah but that's the only aspect i can see it being cheaper other than oh no we fucked up for some reason uh we're either losing out or we're overcharging we're either losing out $5 or we're overcharging $5. So, yes. Gotcha's a fucking great game. Anyway, mm. it's not a great game. What else? Uh, Destiny 2 with you. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's what we've been doing. The uh, Garden of Salvation raid. Yep, we've been which, working our way through that. I'm pretty much... Because we have... I think we're up to the second to last stage of that that Destiny Garden of Salvation raid... Mm. which is i don't know from what i've seen this raid seems to be the most i don't know mechanical and technical raids ever i've that i've seen They're- i haven't seen a lot of raids but i have seen like a few not personally but like on youtube and stuff like that and this one like the final stage to that raid man is fucking retarded like holy hell there's like you have to do this while doing this and then if he does this you got it's it's all over the place and uh i'll obviously be streaming it so they'll go up on the channel as a uh twitch upload or it will be on live on twitch and then i'll upload it to our youtube the whole thing the whole shebang because we spent yeah four hours uh last time we did it one hour was dedicated to blasting through like three segments of the uh raid and then the other four hours just doing that one like segment to the raid over and over and over again and then we decided to try and fucking glitch it which we could not do i think they patched it out i think that's the only thing i can see is like they patched that part out but uh yeah it's the pure definition of insanity 
Okay. All right. We're not we're not winning this. We've been at this for hours. Let's keep going with what we're doing. So Instead then I came up with a plan. Try and find a new strategy. So I made a plan. This is after the fact. I made a I made a raid plan for that mission after the fact in which I've uh, put up I I did a picture in paint and it looks like a abomination of the lines. But that's because y'all is. mother, y'all motherfuckers better understand quick because I ain't got no time to explain. <laughs> oh no, I've got plenty of time. But yeah, it's everyone's been memeing the shit out of the plan as well. But that's that's the lighthearted of it. Yep. So you're gonna have some haters with your Microsoft Paint raid plan, but yeah, you know, fuck the haters. At least uh, there's a plan. There's a plan. There's definitely a plan. So yeah. So Destiny and Gotcha. So, my week, well, basically, I've been, so I've been thinking about a game, like, games that I've played that I really like playing, and I, I do, it's something about having a routine or a thing for me in which that I enjoy, so every year, I will watch the Neon Genesis Evangelion series, like, mm-hmm. through and through, every year, it's an annual thing. And I feel like I want to do that with a game. So, uh, three of my favorite games that I've chosen is all RPGs. That's the thing. They're all RPGs. So, the games that I've chosen that I want to do annually, I kind of want to break it down to one because these are fucking long RPGs, except for one of them. So, the first one on the list is Dark Souls. Dark Souls 1. Mm-hmm. I wanted, That's a game that I could probably smash out annually. Because it is such a, like, it's so fun. It's real nice. And when you get that sort of level of mastery over it, it's such a satisfying feeling. The other two games, which are JRPGs, which is Final Fantasy X and Persona 3. So those are my two favorite JRPGs of all time that I've played, like, I still have a backlog of RPGs I still need to finish, but those two, pretty much a friend of mine went, hey, look, uh, I I like this game, Persona 3. You should give it a try. But this was before I liked JRPGs. I didn't really like JRPGs at all. I'm like, okay, the only JRPG I really played was Final Fantasy 13, mm-hmm. And that was like maybe 20 hours of when I had an Xbox 360. And I'm like, eh, not my thing. And then uh, she told me to go play Persona 3. I'm like, okay, I'll fucking give Persona 3 a shot. And it just grabbed me. I, it, I'm i pretty sure it's the aesthetic aspect of Persona 3 because there are some real, like, they sell you hard on the Personas. Like, the first Persona that the main character summons is Thanatos, which is like this fucking amazingly cool yet sort of nefarious persona by the way personas are basically spirits that you summon to do your fighting they're like stands in jojo they're like stands but they don't have abilities per se they more have uh spells they have pokemon types yeah they have they're basically pokemon spirits yeah they're pokemon stands if the pokemons were actually fucking cool as shit like minus mara talking shit about fucking some pretty cool looking Pokemon. No, no, like fucking Persona 3 has 
it's uh, ups and downs with the personas that they have. I said what, Thanatos what is, is, is like Thanatos is an up because the Greek god of death is pretty cool. Thanatops is an up. Mm. Uh, one persona, two personas, which I'm like, okay, I understand. One's is uh, like a moth, like a moth thing. Like think of like a baby Mothra, and it looks adorable. And then there's other persona, which is literally like a goblin peeking out of a pot. Yeah, that one's really fucking weird. And then there's Mara. there's tre- there's Mara, the treading the line of like that's fucking cool, but of oh, fucking Japan, you need to calm that shit down. Think of because a giant Mara, green cock with tentacles for pubes on a golden chariot. Yeah, it don't it, it is that it is, yeah, it is a that. giant green cock, and I'm it is legitimately a penis. With tentacles riding on a golden chariot, like its balls are in the in the chariot, mm. and its mouth is just below the head of the penis. It is a hundred percent a penis, and in Persona Free, to get that persona, you need to uh, get a level ten social link rate or social link level with like this girl in a like i'm talking like a five six year old girl who's in a playground and her social link story is my parents are divorcing i want them to get them i want why are they divorcing is it because of me i want to try and get them back together and it's such like a heartbreaking story because you try to try to tell us like it's got nothing to do with you it's just you know what happens to people and she goes out the way goes running away and all and like oh cool and then like you need her to get mara like once you max a social link out you excuse get, me well, yeah how old you is need, this child like fucking five or something hold up and let me just pull you up get mara the cock and balls on the chariot the cock and balls on a chariot so let's go mara persona free Oh, also, I got to talk about my phone. You do have to talk about your phone because you got the. Uh, so, like, I'm gonna uh, the Samsung S10. Ah. So, uh, uh, I don't care about you. I just want to know Shimagani 10. No, just give me fucking Persona Free. Oh wait, anyway. has a nose. Yeah, it does. I need to find. Oh my god, and like, oh, that's not even cool. There's another design of Mara, which isn't in the chariot, and it just <laughs> looks, it looks so bad. I, I'm looking I'm at talking it right now. Persona it's got like free. a yellow head. Yeah, and it's, oh, that's no, not what I want. Purple uh, veins, Mara yellow Persona. head, green body, standing up. Ugh. Social link, what is your social link? Um, how to create Mara in the answer. So yeah, um, yeah, like the the personas are cool, but uh, oh wait, I don't want the answer. Oh my god. But yeah, so I've been playing Persona Free Portable, which is on the PSP, but I've got it on my PS Vita. Uh, Pentacon Fusion. I don't want the Pentagon fusions. I want to know how to get it. So yeah, Persona 3 Portable. But in Persona 3 Fez, which is on the PlayStation 2, uh, it's 
you control the main character in the fights, mm-hmm. but um, unfortunately for your rest of your party, you have to like your rest of the party does their own shit. You cannot command them to do anything. They are AI controlled. So, how can I put it? So, when you're in a battle, you control your character, but your character has access to all the personas, where your teammates... Only they, have access to their own persona. Their own persona, but they are controlled. You can tell them how to act. Like, you can, be, like, heal people, uh, be crazy with your SP, which is, like, your um, stuff you need to use to summon your personas or you can be like hey just back off or do shit and that that becomes a real issue when you're left to the devices of the ai because for example and it's been memed the shit out of uh there is a character mitsuru she is one of the best healers in persona 3 unfortunately even if you tell her to be a dedicated healer to say hey heal people heal people she will just go off and do her own shit constantly. Like, if your character dies, that's game over. You go back to your last save. No checkpoint, last save. Uh, if your friends die, however, you can just revive them. But you need to look after Numero Uno mm-hmm. or the game's over. And many a time, I'll be like, hey, Mitsuru... I hope you got a heal ready for me on your turn because I would fucking love a heal. And she will go, that's cool. I'm going to attack the enemy. And this would happen so many times, which is like, all right, I'm in a pickle here. I need you to heal me. And she will go, nah, I'm going to just use my Bafu, which is an ice ability on this fucking enemy and oh would you look at that it missed oh damn i'll get it next time like bitch no there is no next time i'm fucking dead and that 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 constant shit of like having to rely on the ai to do what you want them to do is a love-hate relationship that that fucking borders on pleasure and pain borders on pressure plane but persona free portable fucking changes this you can now directly command those guys and it makes it infinitely better infinitely better than the original playstation 2 game not only because of that but you also get the choice to play as a female or male character see in persona free fez on the playstation 2 you only got to play as the blue haired blue head or sort of like dark blue haired character and that's it but in persona 3 uh portable you get to play as a chick if you want and then literally like different romance options open up straight away and it's a hell of a ride because there's oh man some boys deserve my love some girls deserve my love but some boys do too all right and that's that's probably why i like I did not realize this until I got into it. It's like, okay, then I hope because I played uh, Persona 4 Golden on the Vita, and that's when they introduced that ability to control party members. I mean, all right, think of it this way Persona 1 and Persona 2 Innocent Sin and Internal Punishment lets you control every party member. Persona 3 Fez, 
which is or Persona 3 or Persona 3 Fez. Fez is basically Persona 3 and the DLC in one game. Uh, you don't. You don't get to control your party members. And then 4 and 5 let you control your party members. So literally, Persona 3 is the only game in the series that doesn't let you control your party members. But at the same time, that's when the series really did like a a turn, a stylistic ch- turn. So you find Persona 2, uh, Innocence and Internal Punishment, those were like really early PlayStation 1 games. And the it's it's taken more seriously. It was a more of a serious... Oh, I mean, like Persona 3 is still serious, but like the plot is how do i put it's it's serious but at the same time it is going for a more uh rugged style where persona 3 is very artistic with its colors uh you're still a high school kid but they make everyone actually like a high school kid where in persona 2 and persona 1 you kind of don't look that high schoolish or don't act like a high school kid but yeah, because it's difficult same, for adults to write teenagers. At the same time, like I was gonna say, like Persona Two is more serious, but no, in Persona Three, you, you, the world is ending, people are going to fucking die, and the subject matter of the game really dives into a morality, not morality, a mortality, it dives into mortality consequences and shit like that, and. The one thing that threw me for a loop for when I was playing Persona 3 for the first time, it's like, all right, I've done the objective, which is like, hey, look, you need to defeat all these enemies in the Tartarus, which is like the basically the dungeon. Mm-hmm. So you need to defeat all these en- enemies before uh, a certain date or sh- bad shit's going to happen. And then we do that and everyone's like, fuck yes. Yes, yes, yes. This is amazing we've finally done it oh man we can take a load off yada 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 and then sh- and you think it's the end of the game fuck no it's not the end of the game it's only halfway shit gets fucked up beyond belief to a point where it's like oh shit this is infinitely more worse than we could have ever anticipated and i'm talking like we we had to defeat these enemies in order to stop the tartarus or whatever it is which is you know, people turning into shadows to, oh fuck, everyone's going to die. And everyone is going to die and some people want the world to end and there's nothing we can... Like, the big baddie is not kind of the big baddie, but he's... The bad guy of the game is trying to level with the main characters going, hey, uh, we know... I know what you're trying to do. I, I, I admire it. I can, I, can, I can understand. It's not going to work. All right? It's not going to work. I admire it. Don't do it. And it's like, wh- what I could do is I can give you this and do this and this, but please just let it happen. And the character, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but, oh, man, it's... It's it literally just threw me for a fucking loop. It's going like, holy shit, here I am in this like this school setting, you know, hanging out with chicks, do, running track and field, and trying to defeat these shadows. To oh fuck, everything we know and love is going to die, and there is nothing we can do about it. 
and it's like whoa kind of persona 4 and persona 5 kind of do the same thing but not to the level of what persona 3 does Hmm. so like persona 3 is my favorite persona game of all time it's it has the best ending i've ever seen in video games because i i felt real emotion i you know it wasn't like a bullshit ending out of nowhere it wasn't like oh fuck you know they just did this quick okay now this is the problem no like everything we did leading up to this made sense and because of X, Y, and Z has happened, now this is going to happen. The end of the world is going to happen. So it doesn't... It, it puts it like what Persona 5 does, when it's like, hey, look, um, you know, Akechi is also a fucking Persona user. And they drop subtle hints. Same thing with Persona 3, except they drop subtle hints to make you think you're doing the right thing, when actually you're not. You're doing you are so not doing the right thing so i'm more leaning towards having persona 3 as my uh annual game but it's it's all up in the air and i'll I'll delve more on that when we get to our podcast topic but yeah so uh persona 3 uh dark souls 1 and uh final fantasy 10 final fantasy 10 like right now i'm just trying to so Final Fantasy X, you have two games. Final Fantasy X, which is amazing. And then Final Fantasy X 2, which is not that amazing. It's, I feel like I owe it to Titus, Titus to complete Final Fantasy X 2. And that is it. All right. I feel like I owe it to him, the main character of Final Fantasy X, to complete Final Fantasy X 2 which doesn't involve him, but I feel like I owe it to him because I'm curious. So, but the combat system changes. Like, I really liked how Final Fantasy X did its combat system. It was like a turn-based, like the original RPG turn-based stuff. And Final Fantasy X just changes that for an active time system. I I do not like active time system JRPGs. Mm -hmm. Like... The only one I really put up with was Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, Final Fantasy X... Like, Final Fantasy VIII gives you options in which, like, you can put it on a wait mode to so you can, like, sort of plan out, almost like a turn-based thing. Final Fantasy VII does that, but it only does it if you're in, like, item menu or a magic menu. Right. Whereas if you're in an attack menu, time just keeps going. So if you're trying to plan out attack and you're in your attack menu the enemies will just keep coming at you and hitting you until you selected your thing and used your ATB. But if you're in a magic or item list, it, the time technically stops. So, as I said, I'm not a huge fan of that, but, you know, as I said, I owe it to good old Titus to see how, how he... Uh... What the fuck is this? What the fuck is that? I'm talking about my phone right now. Is that plastic? It might it's not be. fucking plastic. That's weird plastic. Anyway, but speaking of my phone, so I got a uh, new phone uh, over the last couple of days because a friend of mine's like, because me and a friend, we signed up to a phone plan together. <laughs> not together, together, but we signed up at the same time in the same plan. 
And he's like, yeah, the phone plan's fucking run out, so you can get a new one. So I contacted Optus, which is my provider. I don't know if Optus does anything overseas, but Optus is a like a big provider in Australia, a phone provider. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I want a new plan. Uh, what have you got? And they're like, well, since your plan's run out, you basically own that phone. You can have that phone. I'm like, cool, sweet. And it's like, what have you got? And it's like, well, you can do this, this, this. Or you can have the the new fucking Samsung S10 uh, on a phone plan, which is like $10 more expensive. I'm like, okay, what does that phone plan come with? Now, take note that my phone plan before was like unlimited calls and texts uh, for the phone, $150 of international calls and texts, and seven gig of monthly data. And then Optus just out of nowhere sends me a message. This is like a year ago sends me a message saying hey look we see that you use your data so how about another seven gig for free and like fucking i am not knocking that i will take that seven gig free so now i've got 14 gig to use every month and then they come to me saying all right so here's you know your phone plan extra ten dollars a month and you have an 80 gig limit of data i'm like fucking what like I was barely using 14 gig of data and it's gone, here's 80 gig. I'm like, fuck, um, is there any way I can get data, less data and pay less? And they're like, no. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, well, the 80 gigs on a special right now. So you can get 60 gig for like $80 a month instead of like 75. And I went, wait, what? So I, I get less data, but pay more. He's yep. Or you can have like four gig for like, I think $65 a month. So it's less gig than I have currently paying for the same amount. I went, just fuck it, give me 80 gig. I did not know that they lumped on the 80 gig on top of my 14 gig. So, so you now have I have 94 gig. I have 94 gig a month on my, on my plan. Now... I know some data or some providers out in uh, some people's necks of the woods that have unlimited data. We don't have that in Australia. We do not like data, any extra data we spend. So every gig over our data cap is like another 15 bucks. Mm. So like having like 95, 94 gig of data is fucking ludicrous to me. Like, I, I couldn't spend that much data if I tried on a mobile phone. Like, I just can't see it. My mobile phone has 128 gigs of storage. I would have to do something like that to fucking be incredibly close to the data cap that I have. And I don't know any... I don't know how I could do that shit. My shit... My phone's already full up with shit I don't use. But, uh... Yeah, phone's really fucking nice, really reactive. Uh, I've been customizing it a little bit. But, yeah, it's a, it's fucking... I gotta say, Optus has put in some fucking good work. I mean, like, they've looked after me so much. I'd recommend them to anyone who doesn't have Optus, really. Mm. Anyway, oh, yeah. we getting a sponsorship from Optus? I would love a sponsor. I would fucking... I would actively support a sponsorship from Optus because, like, as I said, I've not had a problem with their service at all. 
every single time I talk to uh, anyone on Optus, like if it's on the phone or live chat, they've been like fucking like lightning reaction. Well, not lightning reaction, but responses are like so quick and they've been able to help me in my issues and all sorts of stuff. Like that. Except for one issue, which I think is a tech issue, but I can't seem to log into my Optus account on my phone. I can do it online. But if I try to log into my phone, it says error. I'm like, okay, so they're still figuring that out. But other than that, man, they've been like really fucking good. So that's why I'm like, fucking, if Optus wants to sponsor this, I will actively shield Optus because they are fucking good. But do you know what's not good? What is not good? It's a little game. You may have heard of it. Uh, Fallout 76? Ooh, are we actually getting into the news now? Because we've spent We're the past into 20 the minutes news. talking about your week. The past three talking about mine. Yeah, because I actually do stuff involving gaming with my week. Like, I don't play the same things over and over again like you guys. Yeah. That's why I recommend you. I only just play those two games. Thank you very much. I also yeah. checked out that other game that everyone's been uh, jumping on. If you're talking about World of Tanks, no one's been actively no, jumping no, on that. No, not World of Tanks. The the other one. The Nephilim game? Yeah, that one. Oh, I, there's an article for that that I might want to fucking... Chuck it in there. We've, we've already related it to it, so we might as well just chuck it in there. If I can find it again. Well, well, you get a look on for that. Found it. There we go. We'll put that We'll put that one at the end of the queue. So we'll put, there's yeah, lovely so people that have managed there's, there's to uh, two, tolerate... There's two, there's two of Kenny's ramblings uh, up until now. We'll get out. We'll get two, into Fallout seventy six and that little uh, so kerfuffle. Fallout seventy six decided to do the most dumbest shit once again. Mm, like I know what it is, but for the sake of conversation, mm, yes, do tell. So Fallout seventy six came roaring out the door, saying, "You, we know what you guys want." We know what you guys have been asking for. Oh, gee, right? golly gosh, Todd Howard. What have I been asking for? You've been asking for private servers. You've been asking for unlimited storage space. You've been asking for the Ranger outfit. And I will give it to you guys. I, Todd Coward, would give it to you guys behind a $100 year paywall. Oh, gee, Todd Coward. That is absolutely fucking retarded. Why would you do that? And why why would you think anyone would pay a hundred bucks to play your shitty ass? I don't game? know. I don't know why. <laughs> but they fucking came out and it's like, hey, uh, by the way, we have decided to release a fucking hundred dollar a year, thirteen dollar a month, no in between subscription service to our fucking wait what have you what the fuck okay yeah a subscription service to our game that's broken buggy as fuck and you know fucking no one's playing it no one really is playing it but fuck man we need the money we are just shy of giving this game away for free going free to play because basically it's the game is worth nothing I, yeah. i'm not kidding when i say the game is worth nothing because they people were actively giving the game away for free when you either bought like a pack of batteries for your controller or whether you already buy the fucking the microsoft xbox fallout one bundle 
where you get Fallout 1 with the with the Xbox, and then they give you another copy for free. So when you are freely giving away your game because it's not selling, your game is actually worth nothing. And then they're like, oh, but we're putting in NPCs. And like, yeah, you probably should have done that to fucking begin with. Oh, okay, but we're not going... And then they came out saying, hey, look, we're not... Like, originally, it's like, we're not going to have any fucking game-changing microtransactions, only cosmetic. And then they started putting in some game-changing microtransactions into the, the fucking Atom shop. And then just came out saying, look... We were wrong to think that our Adam shop would be like microtransaction gameplay free, but oh, it's receiving such good, like such a good response that we just had to do it. We just had to. I see everywhere. Everyone, I don't see anyone fucking going. I love the fact that I have to pay to have like a fucking. I don't know. I I, I can't remember what they fucking. It was like a Sentry Bot fucking did cleaning or some shit i cannot believe that i had to pay this oh my god my money's well spent no so now they need to find out how the fuck to sell you like sell you more shit and remember this is a hundred dollars for 12 months per 12 months once the years finish you need to pay another hundred dollars for another 12 months Big question though, if you have paid $100 and you put all of your fucking items in that trash bin um, and you don't pay 100 bucks, what happens to all your items? Oh no, doesn't matter if you haven't paid 100 bucks. The items will go away. <laughs> so, so they, they will be deleted. The, yeah, so um, I'll see if I can find the article about... So there's there's a whole bunch of shit going on about this, which is fucking hilarious, uh, because like there is just a shit show. It is a hundred percent a shit show through and through. Because first they announced the fucking game pass, the the the, the premium pass, yeah. and everyone's like, why? This is the most egregious and money-hungry, like, scam you guys have ran in your existence. $100 for a year for fucking what? Now, let's see if I can, uh... Oh, yeah. Say say it again. Let, let me hear that triple capitalism. I got, I got to fucking... Because it is... Hold up. Oh, yeah. Just talk slimy business deals to me, baby. Because fucking, where's the list of shit? All right, so here's what you get. Uh, oh my god, can you fucking stop wigging out? Uh, here's what you get when you sign up for this uh, hundred dollar a year service. Uh, service. So you get to play in a private world, exclusive, exclusive for you and up to seven friends. You get an unlimited scrap box storage for crafting components in your own new scrap box container. You get a survival tent, which creates a placeable fast travel point with a stash, sleeping bag, and more basic needs. You also receive 1,600 atoms per month to use in the atomic shop. You also get a ranger armor outfit, the iconic.
iconic Fallout outfit exclusively for members, which looks god awful. Like it, it looks awful compared to New Vegas's like rendition of it. Mm. And you get icons and emotes. Only oh, exclusive icons and emotes. Oh. So you get sixteen hundred atoms per month to use in Atomic Shop. That costs Bethesda fucking nothing. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's their own fucking Disney fun bucks. It's so. it's their own it's their own currency that they've invented, which costs nothing to give out. Yeah. So But it is oh. worth sixteen dollars to you. Yeah, yeah but because you're the one who has to pay sixteen dollars for it. So the main thing that people were talking about that the service fucking gives is private worlds and an unlimited scrap box. So people have been asking to do private world, are asking for private worlds, private like instances since the release of Fallout seventy six. As they also, should. also having a scrap box for just crafting stuff because obviously like when you using crafting components you want to hoard that shit so you can make whatever the fuck you want not have to run in and out of the world all the time because your your actual scrap box is full so those are the two things Mm -hmm. that this service gets you now let me tell you how they fucked it up right so uh the private servers turns out not private so (laughs) surprise turns out the private servers uh, they say is meant for you and up to seven players up to seven friends turns out anyone you meet in the world that's on your recently like recently played list can join your private world why i fucking asking me they're the (laughs) ones telling the story so the only person i can ask why so they straight up like it's not private at all your friends on your friends list can just join your world whenever they want not to mention anyone you've recently played with like been in a world with can join your private world they're not private at all and the response the response Bethesda gave for that was fucking hilarious where is it we understand this is not what players expected for their private world. And we are looking and we are looking to provide an option in an upcoming patch that will allow Fallout First members to restrict access to their servers more completely, preventing friends from joining without permission. Yeah, you don't need permission to join these these fucking worlds. You can just show up. You can you can like literally you can just show up and that's how it fucking rolls. So they're like, oh, we didn't think the the way they said it though. We understand that this is not what players expected for private worlds. It's like players were expecting a world in which like you can invite fr- like some friends to your world to play what would essentially be co-op. So that's and but no, it's not how it works, guys. That's not how private worlds work, or at least that's not how we thought private worlds work. <laughs> So they're going to add uh, restriction options for the people in their in their permissions, which is fucking. Ah, uh, so I was listening to a podcast, the Super Best Friends, not Super Fucking. That's no, my bad. Uh, Castle Super Beast podcast, and they were discussing this as well. 
and they were telling that this is probably the only way that Bethesda could get private servers out in which um, I think they were discussing a, a YouTuber named Skillup and his friend were in a world in Fallout 76 mm-hmm. and this was during a time in which people weren't allowed, like being allowed onto the server. So the server just depopulated and depopulated until they were like the only two people in the world. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that uh, when each person comes into the world, they bring all their stats and items into that world. So the more people that joins, the more the world has to accommodate for their items and the the stuff they've hoarded and all that sort of shit. Yeah. So having too many, having people with an unlimited uh, stash box in not a private world would just crash the servers. Brilliant. We're back at this issue. So, uh, so they were able to, they were able to recreate something, but basically because they they just simply couldn't have private servers uh and the uh fucking what do you call it the stash box the stash box wouldn't work because it has to accommodate for all those items in the server and the server would just shit the bed when too many items were produced so that's fucking retarded they really fucked that up uh and then what was the other one the scrap box so people uh, people who got the service started putting shit in their unlimited scrap box because as what it says unlimited amount of storage for your crafting components so then uh people would just put shit in it willy-nilly and then the game decided to go you know what no that's now gone what so as it says here multiple players are reporting that they have deposited hundreds of units of scrap in these boxes and new boxes only to find out the box has eaten it the scrap has disappeared from the instance and cannot be found again from relogging or anything it's just gone so people will put their shit in the scrap box and the scrap box will go yummy 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 uh i'm hungry and the people are like, why are you hungry? I just put, oh my God, all my shit's missing. So the unlimited scrap box has just fucking like demolished people's hours of work getting crafting components. So yeah, oh my God. And there hasn't been like a clear fucking, like Bethesda say, well, we found, we, we hear you, but uh, we're working on it. And fucking that's it. That's the end of that. We're working on it. So that's Fallout 76's like Fallout first, quote unquote, uh, service. It's fucked. It they 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 literally rush this shit out the fucking door to the point where the service is bugged. Mm. So that's fucking uh that's that's fucking grandiose so apparently the the lighter side of this that's already not fucking hilarious uh a guy named the outer jazz on twitter basically 
wrote a Twitter post saying, so Bethesda forgot to register the domain for the Fallout first subscription and an angry fan, oh no, he didn't do it. So an angry fan got a hold of it. So a fan registered, like apparently fucking Fallout. This is how rushed it was. They rushed the Fallout first member club and haven't even registered the domain even after its release. So someone bought the domain for Fallout first and is 100% them saying fuck you to Fallout. So first thing you see is a, a fucking, what are they called again? The Fall Boy, Fallout Boy? Yeah. Oh, that's a band. Uh, I mean, you the can, fu- oh. like the Fallout well, the- mascot? Yeah, the Fallout mascot. Holding a uh, golden ticket said first member fucked. Uh, private world scrap boxes and more coming c-u-n-n-i-n-g to fallout 76 with fallout fuck you first Uh, ever since fallout 76 launched we have consistently done nothing to improve and evolve the experience based on your shitty feedback that's why we're excited to launch fallout fuck you first a premium ass pounding membership that offers something dumbass players have been asking for since the launch private worlds for you and select idiot cough friends so we decided to put it behind a paywall in addition to this huge feature fallout fuck you first also includes a host of pointless items and cult bonuses all of which you can find (laughs) <laughs> on my foreskin and the best part fallout fuck you first is available to screw you right now so uh he's basically just given it a straight up like fuck you to fall out uh i don't know if actually let's have a look um fuck i gotta go around my my energy cans before i do that uh fall out first com let's see if that works like, that's not what i wanted what oh my god fall out first i fuck up for some reason after typing it i forgot to even f- i forgot how i spelt fallout yeah it's still up there it's still up so so literally bethesda have cannot do anything about just by the looks of it like it's still up the website's still up and i guess professor seriously just gone fuck we got fucked on this i would hate to be working on fallout 76 i mean yeah yeah i mean just imagine no matter what you pull out you're still gonna get ridiculed for it well, so no matter what you do, you're still going to get ridiculed for it because it's just general all-round incompetence. It is. It matters. Like, Fallout 76 existence is just a giant fucking joke. Like, it is the most rushed, botched job I have seen in my entire life in the gaming industry. I have not seen someone fuck up this bad so much. And still continue to fuck it up. I mean, at least Anthem, with at, no Anthem's not as bad as this. Yeah, not as actually, bad. Yeah, because no, Anthem's nowhere Anthem, near as bad as this. Anthem failed on a gameplay aspect. Fallout mm. seventy six falls out like falls out in gameplay, marketing, customer service, fucking uh, 
like the uh, like well, merchandising. Every step of Fallout's way outside of the game has just been royally fucked up. And it can't help but stay in the news for how fucked up it is. Like, before this, before this whole shit show, mm -hmm. like, the biggest thing I heard about Fallout 76 in, like, the past month or so, like, month or two, is that, oh, the new Fallout exclusive helmets uh, have a mold issue. And it's like, wow, One. that's pretty bad. And then, like, they come out with this shit and it just fucking crumbles absolutely crumbles like someone needs to put the fucking dev team on suicide watch because there is just so much fucking up here i don't think like i, I highly doubt if anyone asked them where they work they just go oh i work in it <laughs> no i work in it oh what company you work for oh freelance kind of oh really who are you working for now it's like in between jobs <laughs> no one wants to no one wants to fucking admit they work for bethesda let alone admit they work on fallout 76 right now i cannot see anyone like actively supporting fallout 76 like ever since i laid eyes on fallout 76 i was not a fan and I, I was very vocal about how not a fan I was. Even to people going, no, you can't do that. It's got, it looks great. I'm like, no, it just looks like a multiplayer mod for Fallout 3 or Fallout 4. And no, it doesn't. But fucking this game is just fucked. Top to bottom, left to right. It is the joke that keeps on giving. This is better than Christmas. Unfortunately, because some people got it for Christmas. I fucking... Oh, like... Just imagine, like, having to disown whoever gives you Fallout 76. I, I would not even play that just to fucking see how bad it is. Because I, I, I can see a fucking shit show fire from a mile away. And this these flames are roaring. They're going up. And it just keeps on burning. This is almost... I wouldn't say it's almost as bad. It's it's as bad as fucking Blizzard right now. Ooh. You reckon the entire games industry is just in a one-up game to see how badly they can fuck themselves? Well, it seems to be that way with the game industry. Like, like you, Bethesda in general is not a bad company. It's just that when it comes to taking advantage of a situation they go ass over head into it. They don't care, or it seems like they don't care about the repercussions. They don't care about, you know, the nefarious sides to it all. There's like, we can make money off this. And they will literally put out a product to be first. It was like Fallout 76. Oh my God, we fucking, you guys love it and all that sort of stuff. And then Todd Coward comes out on stage saying, oh, giving, giving on what's happened, I'm surprised you still, you guys are still here. And I'm like, fuck you. You don't get to make jokes. You got to get on your knees and apologize to everyone's time and money you've wasted. And they, they don't, they don't, they're not coming out saying, man, we, we fucked up. They go, $100 a year subscription fee? Fucking why not? So yeah, fucking Fallout 76 continues to be 
the red-headed stepchild gift that keeps on giving. So yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> so that's uh, that's for that for you. Next one is kind of gets me a little, my jollies a little bit jingling. But uh, oh, before we close out on Fallout seventy six, uh, apparently on Reddit, the Fallout seventy six subreddit, uh, a user named Jimmy James Junior eighty six uh, has posted that in Fallout, first players are being targeted in adventure mode. People are oh, ganging yes. up on Fallout first players in adventure mode and grieving anyone with the icon. So, because if you sign up for the Fallout first membership, your name gets like a first icon next to it. So, all these people are, who are on the first membership are just targeting people who has that icon and grieving them. And that's this is the only time I've heard Fallout, Fallout 76 players banding together for something. It's usually it's usually like I see a person shoot him, but it's like no, I see a person. He hasn't got the first logo. He's fine. He can go, or he does fucking get him. Like hunt him the fuck down. I don't know why I got very American on that down, but down. yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Like even the community is against the the people who are supporting this because that's the problem. Like. Boycotts in gaming is a weird aspect because it's either extremely mean, mean-spirited, or it just doesn't happen. Mm. So, like for the, for example, you got this: it's like people are hunting down Fallout people. People are taking the Fallout first domain and shitting on Fallout. Like it's hell have no fury like a gamer scorn, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's uh, Fallout 76 eating shit for a while. Yep. I would love to see them dig themselves out of this one or see where the f- where they're going to fuck up next. Like, I am waiting for them to going, Fallout 76 was, was a mistake, we're shutting down servers. No. no I would love to, I would in, love to see it. They're in too deep now. What's, what's going to happen now is Todd Coward is going to come out on stage and he's going to he's going to fucking quintuple down on this whole thing cuz he's going to walk out on stage he's going to get out some shoe polish paint himself up and be like i'm going to say the n word <laughs> i'm going to drop the n word <laughs> it, it reminds me of the fucking um who was i discussing it with i was discussing it with someone in our discord about um with the whole blizzard people trying to delete their accounts and uh, there was a screenshot of a ticket some guy submitted saying, hey, look, um, I don't care if it's a server issue. I don't care if you're purposely stopping people from deleting their accounts. Just delete my account or I'm going to go into World of Warcraft and start like yelling racism, start yelling N-bombs and fucking C-bombs and all that sort of stuff until you ban my account. Until that account is fucking banned forever. It's like fucking... Oh, did you hear fucking... Even League League forums apparently been censored with anything of the Hong Kong. Really? I didn't hear anything about that. I'll see if I can pull it up. But uh, just talk talk amongst yourself to fill time. Oh, yes. I'm absolutely talking amongst myself here. Did, did everybody see those League of Legends Riot Games announcements? Man, that Riot fighting game certainly looks 
interesting. I don't know how it will play. If it plays out the same, like, sort of control scheme as, like, Dragon Ball Fighters, where it's super simplistic, so you, you can actually get to do and, like, pull off cool shit. Because, like, I like those sort of fighting game controls and mechanics. I don't like the fighting game controls and mechanics like Soul Calibur, where you have to, like, you got 0.6 seconds to input a combination lock in order to do something that looks halfway decent. <laughs> All right, so I couldn't find... I couldn't find the thing I was talking about, but I have seen this article. So, article on October 10th. Riot says it's not telling casters to censor Hong Kong or Hong Kong subjects at all. October 11th. Riot warns League of Legends casters to stay away from sensitive topics. <laughs> like a day later. It's like, we're not telling people to talk to not talk about Hong Kong. We're just telling them not to talk about Hong Kong. So yeah, that's fucking retarded. But yeah, like people will be getting thousand year bans for dis- discussing Hong Kong on the Blizzard forums. Like how, when's fucking... We have T minus like one, two, three, four, five, five days until BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. Even though they vetted questions, so BlizzCon have now gone, hey, submit your question you want to be asked and we'll read them out ourselves at the Q&A. So obviously they're going to go for the fucking questions that mean the most. But fuck, like something something has to fucking go down at BlizzCon. It's either a mass of Winnie the Poohs, it's either fucking people going, fuck you, free Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I can just imagine, like, they, they go to announce something and you just hear people chanting, it's like, free Hong Kong. Like, people, I got the feeling people would pay good money to go in there and do the Hong Kong shit until they get kicked out. I would. I, I was about to say, I would most certainly be among them. That would be... That, I, I just, just to be a part of that. But no, like, I don't think anything will happen. Like, honestly, if it comes to BlizzCon, nothing's going to happen because this entire community has a really bad habit of saying they'll do shit and then when push comes to shove, they're never fucking there. I would spend $200 to do that. Get a plane ticket, get a BlizzCon ticket, just to show up and be a nuisance. Oh, no, like, plane ticket would be way too much. Yeah. I mean, like, if I was there on holiday, then yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just time it to be around BlizzCon, and I'll walk on in with fucking, I don't know, like, Hong Kong flags tucked under my shirt, and then when it comes to, like, a panel or something, I'll just come out, go on free Hong Kong, start waving that shit around. I'd be a fucking nuisance to them. They deserve it. I, I would absolutely 100% join you for that. So, yeah. So, moving on to our next topic. Final Fantasy fourteen is getting a TV show. Is it like, live action or, like, anime? It, I, I went through the article and it hasn't seen. It says it's gotten... It's it's penning a script. It's got a, uh, gotten a pilot and a first season drafted. But they have, I haven't heard anything about, like, whether it's live action or animated. I can imagine it being animated because fucking trying to do what Final Fantasy is doing in live action would be a fucking hard feat, to say it the least. It's like with all the money you spend on special effects, you might as well just animate the whole thing. Yeah. 
but it's going to be focusing around Final Fantasy XIV, which is the interesting part because Final Fantasy XIV is probably the biggest Final Fantasy in the world. Like, it's the biggest part of Final Fantasy. Uh, mm. But they're basically going, it's going to be not stuff that you've seen in the world, so to speak. Like, obviously, the world of Final Fantasy XIV exists and, like, they'll be referencing stuff that happens in the game, but it's going to be all new stories. So that I'll be interested to see is the fact that people are taking this on and going, hey, look, we're going to fuck you making Final Fantasy XIV TV series. So that's definitely something I'll be interested to see what's going down. Uh, another article we have coming in from... Oh, I fucking dislike bloody disgusting. But... Uh, so, uh... Capcom is looking to revive its dormant IPs in the wake of Resident Evil 2 and Devil May Cry 5 success. Like, yes. Like, Devil May Cry being a fucking massive hit. Um... What else is that? Resident Evil 2 being a great success, as well as like Resident Evil 7 was a great success, and uh, Monster Hunter being fucking the Goliath it is. Like, this pretty much all I'm hearing when I say Capcom is looking to revive some of his dormant IPs is we're working on a new Dino Crisis. A new Dino Crisis or a remake of Dino Crisis. I'll be happy for both because Dino Crisis 3 was a fucking abomination. I don't want to deal with dinos in space. No. They're not even like real dinosaurs. They're like fucking genetic weird fucking things. Dino Crisis 3 blew chunks. I'm not afraid to say it. Dino Crisis 1 and 2 are fucking fantastic. Dino Crisis 1 being more of a survival horror and Dino Crisis 2 being more of like an action uh, take on the series. Dino Crisis 3 just fucking blew ass. And I don't like it. But, like, uh, I wanted to see them do Lost Planet as well, because Lost Planet was actually like, surprisingly good. Uh, Lost Planet 3, a little bit of a letdown, but nothing that I won't be like, yeah, I won't write it off. It's just that in comparison to 1 and 2, it was not the best. Not the best. Mm -hmm. but we'll see how that goes so yeah it's uh, Capcom trying their hand at some good stuff now uh, here's a fucking grandiose interesting one uh, so Steam has now decided to go hey look those games that require couch co-op you don't need to be couch co-op no more you can play co-op games local co-op games online through our system but all right, so apparently this is where you fucked up you need to have the steam beta client you don't have that i do not because i recommend you getting it because it is quite nice and also we can we could do some fucking there's a lot of game like the cool thing about it is the other player doesn't need to own the game since i own the games I just invite you and you can play with me. Which makes sense because it's local co-op but played online. Why would you need a version of the game to play local co-op? And mm. there is some games that I want to, I don't know, have a fucking good shake of the sauce bottle of. Uh, probably even do some co-op game like recordings as well. But yeah, like you need to get the Steam beta client. 
and like all I, I'll tell I'll tell you how to do it after the podcast because it's literally you don't have to download really much anything. So yes, uh, so that's pretty fucking cool. The fact that you can the games that are now restricted me from doing like playing online with friends now can just do it with the new local co-op system which is fucking fantastic what's next oh this this fucking this is amazing this is this is this is an absolute gem mm-hmm. so sweary the maker of like uh fucking deadly premonition and uh dark dreams don't die is teaming up with suda 51 on a new horror project game called Hotel Barcelona. Now, it gets better. I just fucking smack my mic. It gets better because, so they had like a live stream uh, with Suda and Sweary and they were basically discussing things about the games like, oh, you know, this is kind of like what we wanted to do, et cetera, et cetera. And like during their live stream, they're just like, oh, let's just fucking you know, text the uh, creator of, the original creator of Silent Hill, uh, I think it's Keichiro Toyama. I probably pronounced that wrong. Let's just text him, like, live, like, sweary and Asuda, just pull out their phones and start texting him saying, like, hey, look, do you want to eat on this? And so they don't get a reply for, like, five or ten minutes. And then sweary starts looking at his phone and passing it around. And everyone's looking at it, fucking laughing their asses off. And he goes, yeah, he said he's in. So this is the creator of Silent Hill, that has text him. It's like, hey, do you want in? He's like, yeah, I want in. I'm like, fucking great. And then they start discussing. It's like, man, so, uh, yeah, hopefully Devolver Digital will be able to publish this with a $1 million budget, yada, yada, yada. And Devolver Digital just goes out on Twitter going, hey, um, uh, Sweary and Suda51, uh, how about you guys actually come pitch us this game that we're apparently publishing? <laughs> uh, name the time and place. So if Devolver Digital get on this, that's like a fucking dream made in heaven because you know they will back this shit. Because mm. Suda and Sweary come, uh, sucks. There's like that weird aspect of gaming. Like, Suda, obviously, like, Suda comes up with some really good ideas, and he comes up with some really shit ideas as well. There's no in-between with the guy. Sweary, he's he's sort of in the middle of, like, doing some good ideas and some bad ideas, but he does a little bit of both, even both in the same game. So, but then they get, like, the creator of Silent Hill just to come on. Like, dude, that... That sounds like a fucking dream. That's like a powerhouse relationship. That's like Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, but with Quentin Tarantino and uh, fucking run by, I don't know, fucking, who's a good movie publisher? I don't know. But fucking a good movie publisher is in there. Just It's it's like a fucking power team. It's like a music super group. And I am fucking... It is, it is a fucking music supergroup that I am fucking excited for. And this sort of came out of nowhere. So, it's like, I don't know. They, the stream that they had was feels sort of like, oh, we're just sort of thinking out loud. 
so to speak of like what we want to do but they fucking they're they're in on it like they want to do it and if fucking toyama gets in on it as well and is actually like serious about getting in on it man i i am fucking excited to see what they do because that like especially they're going it's a horror project so you know that shit's right up my alley so yeah so they get all that fancy jazz done uh here's a little side article sailor moon is getting a movie uh it's called eternal the movie uh the trailer the trailer is pretty much them going over all the characters like the all the characters yeah so you got all the sailors or not all the sailor scouts you're missing like the back four back three back back Mm. three yeah you're missing the back three what are the back three uh i can't remember them saturn uh neptune uranus and pluto so you get mercury you, you get mars yeah, yeah mercury mars moon jupiter uh venus jupiter, venus and and chibi yeah little. Moon. i didn't even know there was other ones because in the song they only say it like to jupiter oh yeah they only say to jupiter because like in later seasons that's i think it's around like episode two three hundred like in that part there they start introducing other sailor scouts like um sailor i think sailor saturn and sailor uranus uh or was it neptune and uranus uranus was one of them i remember uranus being one of them uh but the she and one of the other sailor scouts were actually lesbians in the japanese version Mm. but in the english version they changed them to being cousins oh that just gets kinky with which just makes all of their interactions that much worse. but sailor venus is definitely a new one no she was there from the start no she wasn't yeah she was jupiter the the original was jupiter mars mercury and moon no and venus not venus yes venus i uh, i'm gonna fucking google this i i'm fucking doing it right now sailor moon yep sailor moon all the original ones it was the original five which was moon mercury venus mars and jupiter I want to see this. But I, I'll fucking share this goddamn picture with you right now. There is the original cast lineup. Why did you put that on there? Yeah. I'm, okay, yeah. no, you're right. Yeah. Look at her, though. She's a fucking carbon copy of Sailor Moon. No, she's not. She's got a different hairstyle. The hair's the same color. The face is the same face. All their faces are the same. Yes, which makes it a carbon copy. No, but her skirt's different. Its skirt's a different color. Yeah, and they were, fucking, you run out of ideas. <laughs> yes, they ran out of ideas, but couldn't they at least put a different color on Sailor fucking Venus? Whatever her name is? No, she's orange. Yeah, f- yeah fucking put her with orange hair then. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> that done. You could have. <laughs> fucking wipe my hands clean of that one yep all right we're out we're out, we're out on that one all right so here's another big one uh you know you've fucking done something wrong when the u.s congress is telling you to stop doing what you are doing when both that's... sides of the u.s congress are telling you to uh, stop uh, doing what you're doing so fucking both sides of the u.s congress is going blizzard stop stop what you're doing we implore you 
to fucking stop what you are doing. So basically come out and say, you need to reverse the the pro Hearthstone player's suspension. Uh, you need to fucking stop this. Like basically, you are an American-based company that is actively shitting on our freedom of speech. And basically they said, Blizzard, this is a fucking slippery slope. We can't force you to do this. We're just employing you that you do it. Otherwise, we just think you're a big bag of dicks. And fucking Bobby Kotick sitting up there fucking rubbing his greasy nipples with money going, oh, I can't hear you over Chinese fucking paid money. I can't hear you over my Chinese stocks. Bobby Kotick's pretty fat, so you've got to put some more reverb in your voice. You've got to make him sound like this. That's, that's That's not what reverb is. Well, I'm I'm not a musician person. You gotta you gotta make it sound more congested. Reverb yeah. sound is like, just imagine you're in a bathroom hole, and your voice mm. bouncing off the walls. That's what okay, reverb that's is. Reverb. So no, not that. You want to put you want to put more cholesterol you wanna, into your voice. You want to put more cholesterol in your throat. Oh, yes. mm. These greasy pepperonis on my chest. Oh. Yeah. So we've See, gotten into the video game market. In China, I wonder how we can get into the mm, human trafficking market as well, because I am Bobby Kotick and I am the devil. I need more money. Yeah, apparently Bobby Kotick um, expressed his disapproval that the fact that when people Google who Bobby Kotick is, the first thing they see is Bobby Kotick with a fucking horns and a pitchfork looking like the devil. Yep. So he's like, I don't like, I don't like that. I, th- I think like, his whole point of that was uh, it made his dating life uh, difficult mm. because women only saw him like that. But I know, like, like I fucking, if that was the case, I'm not saying that I would too because I definitely fucking wouldn't. But if that was the case, it's understandable why he would turn to pedophilia. Ooh, spicy little information there. I can actually back that up and say that Bobby Kotick's name was on the list on Jeffrey Epstein's black book. He, uh, he the was Lolita Express. Of the, yeah, of the Lolita Express. So, yeah, you go. Bobby Kotick is a pedophile. If you buy anything according to Blizzard, you are supporting pedophilia. Just wanted to put that out there. Let's see if we can. Well, you're not. No, that. that's not how it works, though. Like, I don't know how so, that works. <laughs> it's like you can't say, oh, if you buy, if you buy any electronic product, you support slavery. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> work like that. Mm. But, but you can reach. And you can oh yeah you fucking you you can be deluded enough to think that it works and hey whatever help whatever helps put bobby kotick into the ground so that way when he's homeless out on the street we can go peck some eggs at him is it february 28th because that was a fucking leap oh it was i like, actually before i fucking uh it's already been said yep leap year day it's february 29th Oh, shh, shh. <laughs> shh. Hush. Hush, little you baby, <laughs> don't say a word. You got, you got your dates wrong, but moving on from uh, US Congress telling pedophiles to stop doing what they are doing, uh, Steam. Yeah, February 29th, so yeah. You must be a February 29th baby. Because that was a leap. That was a leap. So yeah, now on to some light-hearted content news, which I found fucking hilarious. 
So Steam has asked the user if they want to revise their Destiny 2 review after 93 more hours. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what was it? Where is his name? Uh, Punny Casual got a notification based from Steam saying, uh, where is it? I can't see. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you've you've played an additional 93 hours of destiny 2 would you like to revise your review <laughs> so it's like obviously this guy has given like a review after because he's played 97 hours in total mm-hmm. so he's probably given a review uh four or five hours in yeah and then played another 93 hours and it's like hey look uh yeah, i, I think it's not too bad yeah, yeah, it's like, it, it'd be hilarious if he's like, man, this is shit. This is fucking horrendous, yada, yada, yada. What the fucking, is he Russian? Because it says he's got two and a half whatever fucking money he's got in his account. So he's probably Russian. Because that's a lot of monies. But yeah, uh, yeah, just imagine writing a bad review. Like, this game's shit, fucking, uh, play three hours and I want my money back, yada, yada, yada. And then Steam, and then you play for like another ninety hours. Oh, sorry. And Steam's just like, "Hey, uh, you know that that negative review you left? Uh, do you want to change that? Because uh, you played another, I don't know, five or so days worth. <laughs> so, oh man, he's he's even running an illegal version of Windows. Oh, it says activate Windows. Go to settings. To activate Windows." <laughs> Jesus. It must be Russian. Whew. Hello. I had a spicy lunch. <laughs> <laughs> who, who said that again? That's right. The fucking uh, devs at uh, Respawn with the, the uh, fucking Apex Legends event thing. Man, I had a spicy lunch. So, yeah. So, Steam is now basically saying if you've written a review and you played a mass chunk of hours afterwards, do you want to change the review? Because your thoughts now may be different to your thoughts back then. After 90 hours, you'd hope so. Yeah. And last one up on the the, uh, scoreboard. This one's pretty much all you, Alex. So (laughs) the the fucking title is so clickbaity, but Mm -hmm. I understand why. This crazy adult game has been tearing up the Steam charts. Yeah. So, so I'm going to explicitly say this off the bat. I do not understand porn games. They are the <laughs> most... I don't know. Like, if I want to be experiencing porn, I want it to be a fucking passive experience where I don't have to do anything but do me. So, if I'm playing a game a porn game in which it requires my input to do things. I don't think I'm doing it right. Like, I don't think that's how it's meant to be done unless you are coordinated into doing yourself while playing the game and not missing a beat power to you. But I don't know anyone who would actually play this game, which is breeders of the Nephilim, by the way, mm-hmm. and be coordinated to jerk off. If you are playing this game, I don't see you being as coordinated to do both. Okay, or, so or, I'm sitting here. You, you know, you know that you know that meme of the cat that has like a knife pointed at it. Yeah, you know, you know the face that it's pulling. 
Yeah. I'm sitting here like that because I'm like, yeah, I'm coordinated enough to do that. No, you're fucking not. <laughs> no, you're not. The game does not require that complex an input to play. Well, all right, so like the one, because you, all right, so Alex streamed us on a Discord to us and mm-hmm. we were just watching it. I, I fucking want to hope that he fucking wasn't. No, he, there was no way he was doing that. No. But he was like, you need to like rapidly click to, you know, hold off your climax so you can beat them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's one hand. Yeah, I know, but then you got to run around. Has it got fucking MMORPG fucking mouse tools? Does it? No. And then I you mean, need two know. hands to run around. Yeah, what fucking, what are you jerking off to someone running around for? Yeah, but you don't want to stop. You want to keep that momentum. Y- you don't have to end the scene as soon as you either, like, win or lose the battle. Yeah, but what if I get bored? Then fucking find yeah. something. Yes, you have to take your hands off your junk to then transverse this beautiful world, by the way, and then fuck something else. You know you can keep them as pets uh, if you beat them in battle, yeah? <laughs> I love this comment. The devs claim that there's a deep lore and a good story behind a beautiful <laughs> mystical world. <laughs> deep lore. You know, like, at one... Uh, you can control when climaxing happens. Like, this fucking... I don't understand poor games. It requires external input to what should be a passive experience, I think. Mm. So, but this game, since it's in alpha and it's free on Steam, like... I wouldn't have I wouldn't have picked up this game if it wasn't free. The fact that it is free is what is keeping it in a lot of people's libraries. This game is receiving very positive reviews. I actually want to see the Steam charts on this. I want to see the activeness, so Steam charts. Uh, according to um, the yeah, Steam charts, there are currently 1,484 people in-game at time oh. of recording. <laughs> so, there, <laughs> there are 1,484 people who at this very moment... At this very, as we speak, people are coordinatedly jerking off. I also introduced this game to my girlfriend, and she's like, "How much did you pay for this?" And I'm like, "It's free." And she's like, oh. "Send me the link." <laughs> it's free. Oh yeah, I know when I'm not wanted. <laughs> well, oh, she's yeah. like, this is half an hour big... away from me. I want to see this. <laughs> Oh, all-time peak players of two and a half thousand. Jesus. Oh, yeah. And it said there's like one and a half thousand playing as we speak. I just want to also point out that there is a screenshot in the uh, discussion, in the community page that says Steve Jobs and Bill Gates have mated. Has what? Okay, so what you do is... After you get into a encounter, we're going to call it that, an mm-hmm. encounter with one of the Nephilim, which can <laughs> either be, <laughs> which can either be male, fuck female, right or in between. <laughs> so they can either be male, female, or in between. And by in between, I mean it's just a chick with a dick. So mm. you know, the, the objectively best option. The best option, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what oh you can do my. is you can uh, capture them and bring them back to your farm where you keep them in a barn and you can make them fuck each other 
to produce children. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The and fucking... You, you the, can then also milk them for their bodily fluids. Oh, grand. The, the, mm. the, discussion, the discussion board for Breeders of the Nelfham are just a gem in itself. How do you access the creator version? Uh, POV mode. Can I swallow the monster girls whole and alive? Uh, I hope the officials can produce a Chinese version. This computer, this game is causing my computer to act weird. <laughs> <laughs> this game is making me question my sexuality. How was the fur made? You know, you know you've you've tapped into some market when, like, the gamers are questioning your fur mechanics in your porn game. <laughs> well, like, the whole this thing is a, is, this like... is a legitimate question <laughs> on how, how the fur was made. And did they, did they use shaders entirely or were there patches of opacity on other maps? And what engine is this using? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, one of, the, one of the actual things that is actually pretty fucking impressive about the game um, is the amount of customization options given to the player character where you yourself can either be male, female, or Futanari. And well, that's the thing, like, because when you streamed it to us, mm-hmm. your character had a bright green glowing head. Yeah. Of the, the penis. penis. Yeah, of the penis. Of the penis kind. Yeah, because yeah, you have the... Cust- <laughs> there are color customization options that allow you to change the texture of your character. Anything from, like, you know, normal skin to matte textures to metallic textures. Like, why? Why do we have triple... Why do, why do we have code vein levels of customization in a fucking porn game? Because it's fucking Japanese anime games. But where was this game made? Was it made in Japan? I don't know. Well, it's an early access game. Like, get involved in this game as it develops. Like, I want to see where this game goes. This game is... Holy yeah, but what shit, about, what about your fucking beloved Subverse? No, no, I paid for Subverse. Yeah, I know, but... Mm. Do you want to see this one succeed? I want to see them both succeed. I, I, do, I do not want to see one fail and one succeed. I want to see them both succeed, because they both deserve to succeed. This looks like it's done by, like, you know, one dude and his erection, whereas Subverse is an entire team of people working to actually create, like, a, you know, a coordinated game. So when Subverse does eventually come out, it is going to come out as, you know, this one great big complete game. Whereas uh, Breeders of the Nephilim, at the moment, it has a lot of issues with it. A lot, mm-hmm. like, you know, relating to, you know, UI. The UI is fucking bare bones, and I don't understand what half the shit means a lot of the tutorials are within text dumps so you will you will skip through something you can think is safe to skip through but it's actually like a massive part of what the fuck you need to do like half the time you'll be wandering around going like what the fuck do i need to do what the fuck do i do and you'll just generally be fucking shit in general and you gotta, you gotta make sure like in order to capture a creature you fucked you need to have the appropriate barn to store them in and it's got it's weird too detailed names. for its own good. <laughs> it's, it's too detailed. It's too real. It's too real. Like there's a there's a there's the fucking there's obviously there's the cat girls, there's the fox girls, and there's the wolf girls, and all three of them require a different barn. You can't just all like fucking put them into the same barn and tell them to behave. It's like it can't be done. There's also uh-huh. fucking dragons, giants, trolls, harpies, fish people, shark people. 
a, there's a kraken that you can talk to and you know she fucks you as well because she's on a pilgrimage or something um yeah i read her dialogue so one of the most uh commented discussions of breeders of the nephilim is topic name could have been a 10 out of 10 game but and then subtext no option to give the future a pair of lovely balls such heresy uh, yeah. now the best <laughs> the best comments uh, is saying that there is a law explanation to this in game yeah there but, is but but uh when asked about this the developer developer was asked i want a ball i want balls on the footers when those going to be added and he says never i prefer footers without balls that's heresy (laughs) (laughs) that's heresy if i ever heard it well i mean that's that is personal opinion but that's fine but i suppose if you keep on the developer enough you can just say oh just make it like a randomized integer like some food it's literally one dude yeah, no, it's literally, it's one dude making the entire fucking game. And holy shit, is this entire fucking game so in-depth? Unfortunately, uh, we're talking about footers, there is a actual NPC footer called Cassie who builds you your uh, your barns and enclosures. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can fuck her, but only if you have the Futanari option enabled. Otherwise, you can't. Like, some of the characters... Dis- disabling it does not change her bulge, however. Oh the bulge is still there oh <laughs> yeah oh you see her? no 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 i'm gonna put this in a in our discord mm. uh, i has to go in the humongous chat okay <laughs> so yeah uh okay so yeah that's a that's a fantastic oh, yeah, I saw the, the green man <laughs> Oh my god! It just Look reminds at that me of the- fucking insane customization. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like the cut level of customization is fucking top notch. That tip top customization. <laughs> fucking what the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, this one doesn't need to go into the humongous chat, but yeah. So breeders of the nephilim is a uh, certainly a game that I will never understand. But hey each to their own <laughs> it's a great game i want to see it succeed it's being developed by one guy so you know everyone get around it support it as best you can because you know someone is working hard on it like this this isn't a triple a game that's like oh give us 80 dollars to play the fucking alpha this is just some dude who's like i like tits i like chicks i like dicks put them all together and bam it's for free just give me some time to update it yeah because but- as i said he's a also putting it out there as well my guy um if you need help voice acting anything uh we here at oz plays will gladly donate our voices yes like, uh yeah, we, we, we will succulent work succulent man voices mm. Mm. we will we will happily do whatever you need <laughs> Fuck, when you put it like that <laughs> Listen, we gotta, you gotta fit the theme. It's like an insinuation. Can I borrow your likeness to get fucked by this big black fooder? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the end of our news. Our fucking gigantic news week. Mm-hmm. Fucking, what was it? Like, last podcast, there was some news. The one before that, there was fucking no news until we finished the podcast. Yeah, and then all the news. And then all the fucking news. It's all fucking... It's all happening. Yep. But yeah, so that's uh, it for the news. And now onto our podcast topic, which I hope you've done your little research on because tonight's topic is 
It's kind of like a question. If you mm-hmm. had to play one game annually, what game and why? So you can only if you had to. If it's more of like you have to play one game annually. If I don't, I die. If you don't, you you die. You okay. get fucked. You get fucked by a big black Buddha fooder to death. That's actually not that bad a way to go. Yeah, but uh, you die. Yeah, I know, but I die. But that's not like a, that's not a fucking. Bad it's way not to a go. reward. You're dead. <laughs> so I view death as a reward. Ah, uh, but uh, that's easy. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles Four. And why? Uh, I I actually enjoy that game a, a fuck ton. I I would love to go back. I've put eighty seven hours into it. It would roughly like if I was going fast, I could probably beat the game in like maybe ten to twelve hours like probably even so like eight like a fucking yeah like seven or eight hours actually if i went full on like balls to the wall ham i could beat the game in seven or eight hours and that's without cheating the shit out of it if i wanted to cheese the shit out of it in like three or four hours um but yeah no i generally i generally enjoy the game i will happily come back to it like i just gotta wait for because it is like one of those anime jrpgs but with guns so you do get burned off of it but Hmm. If you're coming back to it annually, like that, that's fine. You said I just yeah. had to play it. I didn't say you had to beat it, so I could just like. Oh no, you'd have to beat it. You had to play it to completion. Okay, yeah, that's easy. I can do it like a weekend. Yeah. See, for me, as I said, it all came up to three games: Dark Souls One, Final Fantasy Ten, and Persona Three. Mm-hmm. But if anything, it would be Persona Three. Dark Souls One is an amazing game, and I do play it. Like, I've beaten it, I think, three times. And it's fun every single time. I love it. But, and you can do so much with it. Yeah. But it's also a game that I can finish relatively quickly. And it's like, okay. So, it, it's 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 not like a game that I, that I can sit down and play because... Or it is a game that I can sit down and play, but if I do that, I finish it quickly. And it just feels like I, I want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy X is an amazing JRPG in which, like, I finished it twice so far. And it takes me about, like, 40 or so hours to get through the game. And when I finish it, I am completely satisfied. Like, it's a satisfying ending, which I'm like, I enjoyed that. Uh, I don't have to play it again, at least not right away, but it is something I want to play again. Persona 3, though is that same feeling of satisf- like having a satisfying ending to a game that is not something you can just rush out in a week. It's like you end it because of the personas, the amount of personas in the game. Like how many, hold up. I want to see how many personas are in Persona 3 because there is a large amount. How many personas in Persona 3? There are... Oh, that's a fucking question. So, yeah, like, you can change up who your main team is. You can play differently, like, with different styles and different methods. Especially now that I figured out that in Persona 3 Portable, you can now control your team members. And Mm -hmm. that's pretty fucking neat. And the good thing about, like, getting certain Personas in... Uh... 
because you know, like getting different personas you can mix and make new personas you can combine them to make new personas mm-hmm. so you have like so many options to you depending on how you play and so there's about they say it's about 190 personas in persona free and like on my first run through a persona free like i pretty much had a persona for each element for like fire ice wind and that sort of shit yeah and then um i would pretty much stick with them until i figure out how to get a stronger persona of that that particular element but usually my personas would just level up and just keep that position and you can stick with a persona like the same persona through an entire playthrough if you really wanted to like there is no downfall to having like the same persona throughout the entire game because as i said it levels up for you but after a certain level they will stop learning abilities so it just bumps up stats but like i don't know they feel like really cool pokemon that uh look badass and fucking do fucking good combos do good shit do good shit so and with persona free with persona free having such a fucking great story and such an amazing ending like every Mm -hmm. single time i see it it's just like it's like getting a massage it's just so it's so relaxing it's satisfying and you're glad you got it so that's that's why i think persona 3 will be my annual uh game while i watch my annual <laughs> neon genesis just more annual shit more annual shit all right so that's the end of that so uh what have we got going on our channel alex well um devil may cry is still being uploaded Star Wars yep. is nearing its completion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have we got? Code Vein is also going up for our Ozplay's Spooktacular Spooktober. Um, yes and no. Because, like, we we had better games. We had horror games that we were doing GSSBs on. But my computer decided to go, all right, we'll detect you using audio. But we're not going to record it. Yeah. So, uh, fucking... I feel, I feel like we can do at least one of those again. But uh, yeah. we'll have to save that for another time. We will have to save that for another time. So, yes. Uh, we've got also a GSSB of Fate Extella. Yes, I still need to upload the stuff for that. That, is, that yeah. is sitting there. Sweet. So, yeah, do that when you can so I can upload the GSSB for Fate Extella. Fate Extella is- link. Well, you, you get the idea. Well, there's an actual Fate Excella game. All right, well, Fate Excella we link. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah, so go check us out on OzPlays. That's AUS space. Oh, man, I'm so gassy tonight. P-L-A-Y-S exclamation point. We've got plenty of uh, video game content, plenty of playthroughs going up. Like, to think, we only started, like, like just before mid this year. Yeah, and we've done things like Sekiro, Resident Evil, uh, Star Wars. So like, we've got a few games going up, and definitely plenty more. But yeah, so that's just going to be us for this week on our podcast. All the grandiose news, minus Jaden because fuck Jaden, man. 
Or not fuck John. Fucking take a good old snooze about it. Mm. But yes. So we shall catch you guys on next week. Catches. Bye.